0: Eight to seven, Jefferson Forest on top of Heritage started the second quarter of Jefferson Forest Cavalier football presented by Trostlaw.com. Left hash mark on third and seven. Could have been third and two, but a false start at the end of the first quarter backs up the JF Cavaliers as they snap into their own 35. Bell looks right, fires the pass. It's tipped and incomplete, knocked and away seven. by Meach. Dimitri no Jones, who had a good right read side. on that pass as it was intended for Jamarcus Johnson, intended would have been Demarcus shy of the first down anyway unless he got yards after the, the catch. So the Cavaliers will have to punt the, the ball back to the Heritage.
1: Yeah,
2: to the field. Right there. they ran a comeback route, but it, the route was short. And again, the throw took so long getting out there that the cornerback, Jones, was able to recover and come up and get a hand on that ball and knock it away before there was a chance for a catch.
0: And Heritage is a team you're used to seeing with a lot of offensive firepower, but they've been cl- comfortable in closer ball games. And the points in their two wins this season, neither game has gone above Both 24 points for Heritage. A First game a was a 24 7 win at Albemarle in, in week one. And then after an early bye in week two, a 20 6 victory against Appomattox last week. False start, JF, ball backed up. It'll be snapped at the 30-yard line and a high but not particularly deep kick. will bounce at the 44. We'll take a JF roll inside the 40. It looks like it'll stop around the 35 as Mark Secchi's kick will be down at the 35. And that's where Heritage will begin 20 seconds in to quarter number two.
2: Well, I tell you what, JF defense needs to make some plays right here. Pioneers were able to take their last set of downs and drive it down the field and put it in the end zone to cut in on the score right here. The defense, that front four has got to make the plays. They're not coming off the blocks like they should be to try to stop some of those runs that the Pioneers are able to do in that read uh, zone read that they do.
0: And if you're curious, first drive of the game was one first down and out for heritage jf two plays second was an 83 yard touchdown run and then a time-consuming drive by heritage to counter that a drive that went almost five minutes four minutes and 50 seconds with aiden slash punching it in from two yards out to cap the 80 yard drive cavaliers moved the ball again over the final four minutes and change of the first quarter but ultimately not able to find the impact church in zone Penalties derailing some of their efforts, most notably a third and two that became a third down and seven. Speaking of penalties, false start coming up on Heritage. So they go back from the 35 to the 30 for first down and 15. Slash works out of the shotgun for Heritage. Ball snapped, right hash mark, Slash throws off his back foot, fires, and ultimately into the Heritage bench. Not far from the big Heritage High School with the Pioneer Face It's that's lined up the between the 40 and the 45-yard really back line. It'll be a, an artful way to get to second down and 15.
2: Yeah, nothing right there. They ran a rail route out of the uh, running back out of the backside, ran a little out and up the sideline. Number one over there was doing a post to try to draw everybody in, but they had it covered, and he threw off his back foot and just threw it out of bounds over top of everybody.
0: Two receivers left side, two to the right. Aiden Slash getting ready to take a shotgun snap does, and a handoff to Clark off the left side. Tries to turn the corner, and J.F. reads the strung-out play very well. Slate, Kazee, and Luke Hawkins both converge, and it's a gain of about a yard for third and 14.
2: I tell you what, that's the way you play D.N. right there, Kazee right there. He did not get blocked. The tackle could not reach him could not hook him, and he just kept flowing low to low that sideline and pushing Should it and pushing it, half. and there was nothing there, and he got some help filing, and they shut that down. Big question
0: for the Heritage Pioneers. Can they pick up a big third and fourth down, third down and 14? For JF, obviously, can they stop it? They've got a four-man rush to the Cavaliers. Slash, roll out over to the right side. Pass is incomplete into the heritage bench. He was looking He's for Tavian Clark that on the far side. And instead He's it's thrown into the uh, heritage bench between the 40 and 45. Unless Clark caught that quickly and could turn to get up field, he was going to be out of bounds a couple yards shy of the first down anyway.
2: Yeah. They're really, they're really showing their hand on these passes right now. They're getting him in the sprint out right there. And again, they really like him sprinting out to the wide side of field to try to find a receiver. And that time, He really had a small window, and he did not hit it. He threw it over the top and wide, and it went out of bounds.
0: So instead, it's going to be Marcus Gafford on the punt for Heritage. Johnson and Williams back at the 35, their own, to return for JF. Gafford puts his right foot into this. It is a spiraling kick. And it goes out of bounds around the 40, depending work on where the referees say it bounds. goes out. And they'll say it's at the 43. And that's where JF takes over. Looking for another sustained drive 40, and to really try to find the impact church here, end zone once again. As JF with an eight-seven lead over Heritage, a buck 16 into this second quarter. Well,
2: oh, good job defensively right there. They they were able to put uh Heritage in the spot where they were they had the penalty early that backed them up. They felt like they needed to throw the ball, and two of the three throw plays right there, quarterback was off target, and they go three and out.
0: So, J.F. back to work offensively. Ball going to be snapped from the right, hash mark at the 43. Now in the second quarter, it's the Cavaliers working from left to right. Heritage trying to defend the scoreboard impact church end zone. Give left side. Solomon Alexis off the left side of the line, kicks it off of tackle and up to the 46, gains three, and it'll be second and seven coming up. I
2: will tell you what, that was a, that was an ankle tackle right there because he was coming out of that first level right there, and a Pioneer linebacker got over there and was able to just to trip him up as he started to clear that first level. He may have broke that one he into a big run.
0: Your weather check presented by Black Goose Chimney Service this evening. It is a perfect 73 degrees as the sun is starting to set. Not a cloud in the sky and a light breeze. It feels like the ideal football weather, or at least the start of fall football season. And it is mid-September after all. Shotgun snap this time again to, to Luke Hawkins bangs into a Pioneer defender at the 45. Barrels his way past the midfield straight and down to the 49 of Heritage, two yards from the first down. We'll say it'll be a third and about a short two.
2: Yeah, that was all caulking right there because he got, he got bunched up right there on the line of scrimmage, and there was nothing there, and he spun out and kind of kept his shoulders down and turned up field and got pushed by some linemen for a, a big gain on that second down run.
0: 8:27 and counting down in the second quarter, JF8 Heritage 7. Third and two shotgun snap coming from the F and JF at midfield. This time it's Josiah Bell, and he'll fight his way down to the 46. He is brought down there, but needing a yard and a half, picks up three, and math would obviously tell you, along with the chains moving, that it is a first down.
2: Yeah, good job right there getting a push up front. I tell you what, pioneers are not shy about cramming that box on those plays right there. They know what's coming. They know they either – uh, he's going to quarterback's going to keep it himself or one of the running backs going to get it between those tackles. They had nine guys in the box right there on that. They were crammed up in there. They still got the first down
0: six man front four down lineman and then edges off of both sides. Of the heritage defense bell calls for the shotgun snap and takes it giving it off. And nothing for Solomon Alexis there. Slammed into a wall of Pioneer defenders as he's brought down right there. Xavier White, the defensive tackle, leading the way for Heritage.
2: Yeah, no gain right there. And, And I tell you, that's one of the first plays, really, where they've run the football for the most part and did not gain some positive yards upfield. And it was a good job by the front line of the Pioneers being able to get some penetration right there and make that play.
0: So, J.F. looking for something here to avoid a third down and long. Heritage would love to put J.F. into that and pin their ears back defensively. Another six-man front with two edge rushers standing up off each end. Snap this time. It's a fake handoff. Bell keeps it, and he'll plow his way down to the Heritage 43. It's not a lot, but... Again, a four makes it a more manageable third and six coming up on the Josiah Bell QB keeper, which is a QB run all the way.
2: Yeah, nice little little play action handoff in the backfield, and then he pulled it and kept it himself and was able to get some good positive yards, four yards on that quarterback keeper. Still puts him in third and six right here.
0: Could be four down territory for JF. We know Cam McClendon has a big leg as longest field goal attempt was 45 yards that he missed wide right. But right now, you'd be looking at closer to a about a 58-yarder if it uh, was snapped here, maybe a little bit out of his range. Shotgun snap, pitch left side, Damian Williams. Flags come in as he turns the corner, 40, 35, Damian inside Williams the 35. The inside down close to the 30, but this might be a flag. procedure or a here holding call, and JF indicating that's probably what it's going to be as you see some heads either down or popped back in disgust and the referees converge over on the far side for a flag that was thrown in front of the JF bench.
2: Yeah, that flag came in from over here on the referee, on the the line, on the JF side.
0: And it is. It's an illegal formation penalty. penalty And what goes from a
2: third and six will now be a
0: third and 11, manageable, but by comparison's sake, that's the type of formation penalty that you think really doesn't have much of an impact on the outcome of that play, and it wipes out a first down.
2: Yeah. Again, yeah, another mistake right there, another opportunity. They had the first down. They had the first down. Now that penalty brings them all the way back, puts them in third and 11. Now they're in a tough situation. Uh, they got to come up with the right play call here to be able to get these 11 yards back and get this first down.
1: Seven minutes.
0: Eleven JF, seven, they have thrown the ball the at times, and space. they do the have guys that can catch now, the ball. 11 yards. But they've done a lot of misdirection running, and it seems like that would be the preference. Seven minutes in counting down in the second quarter. JF 8, Heritage 7. Josiah Bell waits for the shotgun snap. Five man front, four down, and one up. Another flag comes in. Bell floats it down the right side. He's got a wide open Johnson who comes back to make the grab grab off the Sabre Stadium field turf at the nine. The question is will the play hold or will it be called back from a penalty?
2: They're calling another procedure penalty it looks like after a big play right there sprint out throw down the field and it's all coming back and it
0: is another illegal formation penalty as that play was allowed to unfold and uh if it's a false start they blow it dead these are just the type of penalties coach that if you're a coach on the jf staff it's got to disgust you because you've wiped out two first downs because of easy to manage and mitigate penalties.
2: Well, I tell you, the coaches right here are really having conversations with the officials. The same officials thrown both of these for the for the penalty right here, and they're saying somebody's not lining up right, and they're trying to figure out what's causing the issue because that's two calls for the same thing right there based on somebody not lining up right.
0: So now the ball will be back in JF we territory at their own 48. The the they need to get 16, all the way 16, down to the 18, Heritage and 36-yard line. So it's 16 yards away from a first down, much less many more for the Impact Church end zone. Shotgun snap coming up, Josiah Bell. He'll call for it and take it, and there was more pre-snap movement. It looked like Luke Calkins, who was coming from right to left, got a couple of steps going forward. That's not allowed, and now JF goes back to third and 21. This has been a disastrous set of sequences with two illegal formations, and now a false start on JF. Well,
2: I tell you what, this is the fourth game of the season. This kind of stuff should, should be cleaned up by now. This is the kind of stuff you see in the first game, maybe the second game. This is the fourth game of the season right now, and they just put themselves in a situation here where they had a great opportunity. They had a first down all the way down on the Pioneer 30, and now they're all the way back in their own territory with a third and 20.
0: And now Heritage can pin their ears back and attack the quarterback, They could use a four-man rush for that and drop the remaining seven into coverage. There are a lot of options to keep things in front for a heritage defense. It's not all that big, but they've got plenty of speed. Josiah Bell calls for the shotgun snap on now third and 21. Takes it, steps up into the pocket, floats it down the left sideline, and incomplete. But it looks like a flag is going to come in on pass interference. And Tavian Clark cannot believe that he looked like he he interfered with the pass on the fellow number six. Raquan Blake of J.F. And if that is in fact the call, that is the ultimate bailout for the J.F. Cavaliers. And it will be because it's going to be a first down coming up for J.F.
2: Wow, what a play. What what a break right there for J.F. to get that opportunity back with the pass interference. And the official was calling it. The the, the corner was pushing him uh, with his arm down that route making contact. And that's why he called the pass interference.
0: So J.F., they needed 21. They'll only get 15 yards out of that. But, I mean, the most important thing, Coach, is you get a fresh out of One downs now to kind of, of take a I'm breath and reset after what was a disastrous three straight plays of procedure and formation penalties.
2: Yeah, and it should be. Well, and, and they're not giving them a first down here. There's they're saying third down a, and much more manageable. Third down and six now.
0: And now they're going to say it's back to third and six, so they get 15 yards, but they don't get the first down. Head scratcher, another one of those for high school officiating rules. Anyway, it's a pitch over to the right side. Calkins tackle Brooklyn at the 40, inside the 35, and that will actually get the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers a first down.
2: Wow, what a what a change right there. JF hurting themselves with penalties. All of a sudden, Heritage hurt themselves with the pass interference, and now that put them in a third and six, Calkins. Off the edge with the run for the first down. Now they're back in business right here, heading in towards that red zone of the Pioneers.
0: 5-25 remaining in the second quarter. 8-7, to seven, Jefferson Forest on top of Heritage. Not a lot of drives. Each team with just three on the evening. This sh- shotgun snap is a handoff to Damian Williams. Takes it left side. Stiff arms the defender at the 30. And it's enough to at least ride that defender down to the 29 with before Quintez the Petty, side, the outside linebacker, it. finally gets a grasp on Williams and brings him down to pick up a four.
2: 30, yeah, good run right there. Again, JF's front group right here is doing a fairly good job controlling the line of scrimmage, giving their running back some opportunities to find some creases, find some little holes and JF's running backs have been doing a pretty good job getting north and south to get some of that yardage and a manageable, good, solid run right there on first down.
0: So it'll be second down, and we'll call it four, second and six, excuse me, for Jefferson Forest. Ball at about the 30-and-a-half. It'll be a short six for JF. Snap, give, left side, and... Just churning the legs, getting down Luke to about Hawkins. the 27 is Luke Hawkins Picks up a couple of yards. It'll bring up a manageable third and three for J.F. Well,
2: I definitely feel like Coach Cruz knows he's got two downs right here to make these three yards, and I feel like, you know, he's going to come up with what he wants to do right here to get this first down. Could come back with a counter or try to go with the rocket sweep, which has been successful. Both plays have been fairly successful all night tonight.
0: 8-7, to seven, Jefferson Forest, the edge over Heritage. Both teams have visited the Impact Church end zone once, although you could say twice because of a two-point conversion attempt successful for JF. Wrigley calling to the left of Josiah Bell. Shotgun snap taken on third down. Bell keeps it himself, has the first down inside the 25, down to about the 22. And he gains five, and the Cavaliers will move their sh- the sticks, or the chain gang will move the sticks for the Cavaliers. As they're knocking on the door of the red zone with three and a half to go in the first half.
2: Yeah, great run right there. And again, that's where he is going to do his best work, going straight ahead, north and south, with his big body, 220, 6'2", two, 220 right there, the going straight ahead, and a great job a right there picking up this first down just outside the red zone glass,
1: now.
0: Three of four, Cam McClendon for field goals, which we bring up because it is something in play here late first half for JF, though they would prefer to get into the impact church chin zone. Ball at the Heritage 22 left hash. Bell, keeper himself, follows right up the middle of that offensive line to about the 16. It's a good game of six for Jefferson Forest as he follows his lead blockers all the way inside the 20 to about the 15 as Brighton with the center. An excellent job creating a surge that right guard Logan Cadis and left guard Tyrese Callaway could also use and a good pickup, second down, and about four coming up for JF.
2: Yeah, they got something working right there in that inside the uh, the competition front here line right now. is really kind of establishing themselves a little, little bit of dominance six over six the defensive front of, of, against the against the pioneers. Pioneers. of the Pioneers. They are getting a push, they are getting what they want, letting the running back, letting the quarterback go north and south for big yards now on each carry.
0: Second down and three, a long three or a short four for JF. Fake a handoff, this time give Williams left side. He's wrapped up right at the original line of scrimmage. There was nothing doing right there. Marquise White, the strong safety and the running back, but this time strong safety. An excellent job reading that. He slung down Damian Williams. And we'll actually call it a loss of about a yard and a half. So third down and five coming up for Jefferson Forest. Yeah,
2: what happened right there, that was their wing counter, which has been a very successful play. They've already run it tonight and had a great job getting the first down and moving the chains on that. And they come back, and this time, time they shut it down. There's nowhere for him to turn here. up. He bounces it. Nothing there. He gets slung out of bounds.
0: Officials stoppage in the action. I don't think we'll call it a timeout. It seems like it's a sideline warning against Heritage. That's exactly what it is. And now the Cavaliers will huddle back up. They break the huddle. Two ten to go in the first half. Jefferson Forest, 8 Heritage 7, 3rd and 5 for Jefferson Forest at the Pioneer 17. Snap coming from the left hash mark, 5-man front, 4-down lineman for Heritage. Pitch, Hawkins, right side 20, cuts a corner at the 15, lunges over Luke a Pioneer, Calkins down to about the right 14. He'll still be a couple yards Dining, shy of the first down, and now a big down. decision. Coming up for JF to go for it or kick a short. field goal. That will come inside two minutes. Main and a reminder, life doesn't give you a two-minute warning, which is why a term Cavaliers life insurance policy from an insurance agent Andy Matthews is worth your consideration. They shop for multiple carriers at the Timberlake Road office and in Madison Heights, We're the down Andy down Matthews three. insurance agency.
2: Yeah, big play right here now, fourth down.
0: Cavalier is going for it. Bell calling for the shotgun snap on fourth and three. It looked like a pioneer flinched into the end zone, but no movement to try to trigger an offside, or no snap from JF. And now whistles come blowing in, and it looks like the Cavaliers and will take a the timeout. The they will, and that's what we'll do also. About seventeen to go in the first half, eight to seven. JF trying, trying to build their head. lead. We'll Big find out if they can do drunk. that after Cavaliers this on JF Facebook Football, presented by Trostlaw.com easy to forget we've got a lot to be thankful for. A gorgeous place to live, friendly people, and the freedom to be our best. Apple Auto Glass wants to remind you of how wonderful things still are and how fortunate we are. And of course, when you need to fix a crack in your windshield, side window, or mirror, you can trust Apple Auto Glass. When you call Apple Auto Glass, you'll speak with Harold or one of his associates, not some mystery man from an 800 number. So take time, give thanks, and when you need to fix your glass, call Apple Auto Glass. Allegheny Avenue in Lynchburg.
1: Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented
0: by Trost Law. After thinking about going for it, the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers are going to aim to get some kind of points here, most notably from a 32-yard field goal off the right hash. Snap down. Kick on the way from Cam McClendon. It's up. It looks like it's hooking to the left. But he sneaks it in the left upright. And Cam McClendon now 4 of 5 on the year from field goals. A 32-yarder makes it 11-7, to seven JF, with a buck 17 to go before halftime.
2: Well, I tell you what, he's got plenty of leg right there. But like you said, I, I thought he had pushed that. And it was looking pretty hard. And it stayed in long enough to make it through that left upright. And they got a three-point play out of that drive right there. It's a great job for the Cavaliers coming away with some points on that series.
0: A drive that went over six minutes off, or took over six minutes off the clock for the Jefferson Forest Cavaliers. They don't get to the impact, church end zone, but you'll take what you can get there. And now with a buck 17 to go before halftime, we'll see how the Heritage Pioneers respond. They have all three timeouts, Jefferson Forest with two of them in case you are wondering a little peculiar for JF that they didn't maybe try a hard count but we saw what happened at the end of the first quarter with the hard count resulting in a JF false start and they did not want to risk it there and uh, in hindsight it may be a good thing because that field goal was hooking to the left from McClendon and if he attempts it from 37 yards out as opposed to 32 it might still be 8-7 JF instead the Cavaliers get that three-pointer to make it 11-7. Now, you on to kick this. It's going to be a lower line drive kick, and unfortunately for the Cavaliers, it'll go out of bounds at about the 10-yard line. So, good field position coming up for the Heritage Pioneers. And it does not take time off the clock.
2: Well, I tell you, for
1: the Cavaliers right now, this is a big series because
2: coming out of halftime, they're going to get the ball right here. So, they have an advantage to keep the Pioneers from having any opportunities to get any points on the board because coming out of halftime, they're going to have the football. And that's what they want to have, especially taking out these last-minute and 17 seconds and keeping the Pioneers from doing anything on the scoreboard.
0: Yeah, that would be the first thing you want if you're the J.F. Cavaliers is to keep Heritage out of the Impact Church end zone. Gafford, a good kicker, but maybe not on the level of Cam McClendon, who's 4 or 5 from field goals this year. He's at distance on all of them. Quick throw over to the right side. Ball is called off to the far side. It's Emery Kelso. At about the 35, follows blockers up to the the 43. Two yards shy of the first down, but good yardage for Heritage. And they do not elect at this point to use any of their timeouts as the clock will tick its way towards a minute to go before halftime.
2: Well, The other thing that's good right now for Heritage is they have this no-huddle offense. They can signal everything in so they can get these plays off quick right here without having to burn a timeout.
0: Four receivers set, three to the wide left side. Ball snapped from the right hash mark in the 43. Slash steps up in the pocket, takes off as an opening. Now he'll take it off himself. Past the 45 up to about the 49. It's enough for a first down. But that pump fake may have a little bit more time. And the clock will stop with 41 seconds to move the chains. That is still a rule in high school football, unlike college and the pros, which go to a full running clock.
2: And now the clock yeah, Good job minimizing the gain right there on the quarterback run. Again, they're doing a good job covering the Pioneers downfield.
0: Shotgun snap coming for Slash. Takes it, rolls to the right. Wide side of the field. Ball is skied for and caught at about the 40. That's and then stepping out of bounds is Christopher Reed inside the 40 down to, we'll say, the 39, 38-yard line. That Reed means the chains for a first, first down, down
1: bounds, as Brian Burford's
0: prevent defense is giving up yardage, but forcing time off the clock just 24 ticks to go before halftime. Well, The
1: thing is, again, the Pioneers still have
0: their
2: timeouts right here. They haven't had to use those by being able to get out of bounds and, and getting that first down, but now again, the defense right here has to make a stop, try to not give up a big play.
0: Shotgun snap coming for Aiden Slash from the here, JF 39, and flags come flying in. And this down, is in the neighborhood, it and it's work. being initially indicated Long to be a false start, start and it is. And I'm if you're wondering, it. by the way, They do not run time off the clock there because it was a dead ball situation where the clock was not running. If it's a live ball, the clock is counting down from, you know, 30, 29, 28. They will do a runoff because oftentimes teams may try a penalty to stop the clock. So there's a penalty for trying to use a penalty to stop the clock, if that makes sense. First down and 10 from the JF44 slash shotgun snap floats it down the right sideline. Once a man open, but incomplete in and out of the uh, outstretched reach down the far side of Christopher Reed. Who couldn't quite stretch out long enough to yank that ball in and with 17 seconds to go before halftime. Clock is stopped, 2nd and 15 coming up for Heritage.
2: Well, wow, they were definitely going for the home run on that right there. They had the single Marcus coverage Jones over the top up the there with the, the corner. This we corner and receiver full play. speed down seven the sideline. It was seven, the go three, route all the way, and he just overthrew him. He had a step on the corner possibly.
0: Low snap to slash, pulls it up off the turf, steps up in the pocket after the rush, flips it over to the far side, and Colton and backing his way out of bounds at the 34 on the far side is Tavian Clark. Again, not exactly – The most aesthetic sequence for JF. You'd love the sack, but it's a longer developing play. Took seven seconds off the clock, and now with 10 seconds to go before intermission, it's third and five coming up for Heritage. Well, Kazine did a good
2: job. He had an inside move, got by the tackle, immediately had pressure on Slash, and he kind of had to sprint out and throw it.
0: Slash shotgun snap under duress, backed his way up toward the pocket. Fires the pass incomplete the into, the the pass into the Heritage bench at the 25. And there will be four seconds remaining before halftime on a fourth the down and four. Five, four coming up for Heritage.
2: Well, we got a Hail Mary coming right here because there's, no the well, we right there's no way the field goal kicker is going to try one over 50. So, they're looking for the Hail Mary here, trying to get some miracle to happen with a, with a defensive penalty or uh, in zone. And a
0: timeout called by JF to strategize. We'll take it with them. Four seconds remaining before halftime. JF 11, Heritage 7. This is Jefferson, Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by Trostlaw.com. At our house, fall is a busy time. School's back, running kids to practice. It's a lot to keep up with. That's why we love Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry. They're family owned and family focused. Specializing in general and family dentistry with unique skills for restorative dentistry when, well, the unexpected happens. They took care of me as a kid. Now they're taking care of me and my kids. Perry and Woolwine Family Dentistry, 2229 Mural Road, Lynchburg. Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football presented by Trost Law and four for Heritage. Final play of the first half with four seconds to go. JF has another timeout that they elect to spend and we'll keep it right here to kind of assess what's going on. 11 to seven. Jefferson Forest with the lead over Heritage. Four ticks remaining on the Sabre Stadium scoreboard before halftime. Heritage will have it. One final play from the 34-yard line of JF trying to get to the Impact Church end zone. Outside of a defensive penalty that extends this drive, uh, getting to the first down marker really doesn't do a whole lot if you're Heritage.
2: No, they and the defense for JF, they, they need to have at least four safeties playing back right here. Everything has to stay in front of them. It's either the end zone or nothing. That's really what they have to do right here, so they need to make sure they loosen up, get everybody back. You're not let anybody behind you. That That's the rule for everybody in the secondary
0: and that may be one of the first things that has been reemphasized by defensive coordinator Brian Burford and head coach J.T. Cruz. Four receivers set, two to the short right, two to the wide left for Heritage. Ball snapped, right hash mark, slash takes it, fires it across the middle. It's caught at the 20 on a slant, but brought down right there. Excellent job for Jefferson Forrest to read that play perfect. To perfection to Boone we'll did just that, and JF will take a lead into the break. Yeah,
2: great job right there. And what they were trying to do, they knew they saw from what the lineup was that they were going to have two safeties playing deep right there. Nobody else was deep but the two safeties, so they wanted to run the seam right down the middle. And that's what they were trying to do is to split those two safeties on that hard slant right between them. It was called a skinny slant, and luckily, the 50, linebacker was able to drop 50, 50, with the. Receiver, and as soon as he G-O. caught it, boom, put him right out of ground.
0: Yeah, the big key to that Rabbit played it in the first half because if Ethan Boone doesn't make that tackle, you might see a sprint toward the impact church end zone, and the score might look a little bit different going into the break, but Ethan through Boone through was able to stay step for step and he timed his lunge. Into zero, the heritage nine, receiver on that one, nine, Marquise White, he did a really five, good job knowing when to time zero, it, nine, and he nine, didn't break up the pass, but he got the player five, down, and five, with only four go ticks remaining before three, halftime, three, when that ball three, is snapped, three, you know it's it's not aesthetically appealing. That whole defensive drive really wasn't for JF, but you can make an argument that that defensive drive to in the first half. Was a mature defensive drive in terms of understanding the situation that you're playing the clock as much as you are the yardage given up.
2: Yeah, now that was a great job right there. And again, uh, they had a, they had the right call. They had the right call to split those two safeties right there and try to hit something quick in that in that opening and down the middle. Uh, and that's what they did. And luckily, it was a great job. Uh, Boone getting back deep enough to make that play not happen after the catch because he caught it in stride.
0: Kind of the theme of the first half, as you can imagine, with an 11-7 Jefferson Forest lead over the Heritage Pioneers. When we return, it'll be halftime, and we will elaborate on that theme. And now we've gotten to the halfway point of this seminal District opener for both of these teams. Somebody will leave with a loss. That is something we'll look at later, but how do we get here? That when we return, this is Jefferson Forest Cavalier football presented by trostlaw.com as the jefferson forest cavaliers hold an 11-7 lead over the heritage pioneers at the break
1: no. bank of the james has been serving communities in virginia for over 20 years distinguishing ourselves by focusing on relationships and caring for our communities we get to know you so we're able to find solutions that let you meet your goals and fulfill your dreams bank of the james with locations throughout central and western virginia and at James.bank Bank of the James, where community and banking come together for good.
2: Coach Kennedy here, and I'm here to introduce you to the fastest growing church in Forest, Virginia, Impact Church. If you want to find out how to be on the winning team for eternity, Impact Church is a place for you. Here is more now from Pastor Brad.
1: Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Brad from Impact Church in Forest. And I want to extend a special invitation to you and your family to join us each Sunday at 10 a.m. at our new location in the Jefferson Forest High School Auditorium. We are a church that stands on and preaches all of God's Word unashamedly because we believe and know that God changes lives through His Word. Impact has a heart for evangelism, a mission to make disciples who follow Christ,
2: and we are active in our community. The Spirit of the Lord is moving. God is doing an amazing work through Impact Church And we would love for you and your family and friends to come be a part of it as we make an impact for Christ. We look forward to meeting you this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Jefferson Forest High School.
0: That's the sound of winter in one of the Forest Youth Athletic Association's most popular sports, basketball. Registration runs October 1st through November 1st. The longer you wait to sign up, your chances of finding a team go from a slam dunk to a half-court heave. So register as soon as possible to ensure your child, age 5 to 18, develops his or her skills while learning principles like fair play and sportsmanship. Visit forestyouth.org to find the league that's best for you and to sign up ASAP.
1: If you haven't planned a vacation yet, start by checking Lynchburg Regional Airport. With our great round-trip airfares to many popular destinations, flying from Lynchburg is easy and affordable. Offering daily departures on American Airlines to Charlotte with connections to over 170 nonstop destinations worldwide. To check airfares and book tickets, visit flylyh.com today and click book now. Prices are subject to change without notice and certain restrictions apply. Advanced purchase is required and availability is limited. Your close and convenient connection. Check Lynchburg first. Got a crack problem? You know
0: the symptoms. Poor reaction time. Can't see straight. Endless financial mess. Apple Autoglass knows cracks in your windshield lead to serious problems for you and everyone on the roads. So bring your car to Apple Autoglass as soon as you see the crack. Apple Autoglass is still locally owned on Allegheny Avenue in Lynchburg, so you'll speak with Harold, not Mystery Man from an 800 number. They'll handle insurance claims, too. Apple Autoglass, your local shop, ensuring fast solutions to your windshield crack problems.
1: Football is here, and what pairs better with football than wings? East Coast Wings and Grill has America's best wings with 50 flavors to choose from, like their fan favorites, Honey Barbecue, Raging Ranch, Teriyaki, Ginger, Caribbean, and so much more. Mix any flavor with one of their seven heat indexes to get the perfect heat for you. Also try their Angus beef burgers like the mac and cheese burger topped with onion rings. Visit EastCoastWings.com for a full menu. East Coast Wings and Grill, 19399 Forest Road in Lynchburg. You're listening to Jefferson Forest Cavalier football on Virginia's
0: talk station, WIQO Forest, 100.9
2: FM.
1: Welcome back to Jefferson Forest Cavalier football,
0: presented by Truce Law.